Hello, this is Chris from We Hate Bards. I'd just like to thank you for listening to our podcast. And if you like what you hear, we have plenty of more podcast material on iTunes, or you can check our website at wehatebardspodcast.com. If you like what you hear, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. If you want to join any of our games, you can look us up on Meetup at We Hate Bards. Membership is always free, and we have games going pretty much all week. If you want to support us and throw a little coin our way, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash wehatebards. Backers will receive early release podcasts and custom content, including homebrew games, custom modules, and more. So thanks again for listening. And now, on to the podcast. You're listening to another fine We Hate Bards podcast. And tonight... It's just me, Chris. Nobody else here, just me. Because we're going to be playing a little just one person and one person only role-playing. In my continued series of finding uh, out-of-the-way role-playing games, things like that that you can play by yourself. I don't know, I haven't really titled this series anything besides solo role-playing. But maybe eventually I'll I'll think of some kind of clever, clever, catchy name. So today... Uh, I found something very, very, eh, it's off the beaten path. Uh, I find it super interesting, and that's why I got it. But it is a game, uh, a solo RPG thing, uh, made in 24 hours, looks like, by one Ewan Clooney. Um, and it is titled Hikikimori, or Morai. I'm, I'm, I'm not Japanese. I don't know how to t- correctly pronounce it. I looked at up online how to pronounce it, but I still think I'm kind of butchering it. If anybody who's listening from Japan or Japanese, I am indeed sorry. So if you know anything about um, what that term means, it actually is a term for a specific type of, um, it's difficult to say, uh, social uh, condition, psychological condition. Um, There's a lot of debate on like what kind of a thing it is, but it really means that like a, a social um withdrawal like withdrawing from society uh kind of you know think of like a somebody who's like a shut-in uh it's it's very not popular but very um how should i say uh being popularized in japanese uh culture um there's a novel uh manga and anime called welcome to nhk great novel by the way you should probably uh, read it about uh this condition and someone who's undergoing this uh, kind of condition but what it is is people seem to withdraw from family friends and from everybody really and they just kind of live in their own little world you know of their room of their house you know they live that way for years and decades it's actually it's really really quite uh tragic i've read a number of uh books articles and things about it and it the prospects are pretty grim like the, the longer that kind of you uh kind of engage in that the the harder it is for you to kind of come out of it and people that have been doing it for decades it takes a lot of effort by family friends and uh, professionals to kind of break someone out of that so i can get them to like kind of re-engage with society but i found this game and basically it is you're playing as you know uh someone who is a hikikomore and you know that's pretty much it you know so uh first off i did read a little bit through this game and there are some very um, adult uh, themes inside of it. Um, themes of like suicide, um, themes of abuse, things like that. So I want to be be very clear. Uh, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play it. Play it. Try to play it straight. I'm gonna roll the dice, and if kind of those things come up, I'm gonna play them out as I think they should be played out. But 
let you know that kind of those, these things are going to be part of this game. So if you are sensitive to the kind of stuff and you don't want to listen to it, then I would advise skipping this one and kind of waiting for uh, my next dungeon crawl or something like that. So I know this isn't for everybody, but it sounds really interesting, so I want to play it. So, you know, and you can find this online. Um, I found this at, my goodness, it was some on some forum when I was looking for different types of online, not online, different types of one-on-one role-playing games. And I somebody had posted and said, oh yeah, there's this game where you play as a, a Hikikimori, like, and surprisingly, the link actually worked, and you can actually just go download it. It's like, you know, like a, tw- like a, like a, how many page thing? Like a 23, 24 page document. But it's interesting because these games seem to be very popular during the early aughts all the way up until like 2010-ish. And then they just kind of dropped off because all over the place you've seen these things popping up. These games are very popular for a little while and they just like stopped making them. A lot of the companies went out of business or just aren't around anymore um, and their stuff's kind of just gone, you know, but there was a lot of them around that time. So without further ado, Let's kind of dig in. So, oh, it's got an introduction here. So I'm going to read this. The term hikimori refers to the phenomenon that's become a problem in Japan and a lot of Asian countries and everywhere. I think it's just been really popularized in Japan. Where adolescents and young adults, well, now that a lot of hikimori, well, I know a little bit about it. So, you know, there are, they're starting to get older. Basically, the, the shut-ins who were doing this years and years ago haven't broken out of their habits and they're still. So there's a lot of older hikimori as well. Uh, an adult starts uh, starts uh, starts seeking social isolation, shying away from normal human context as much as possible in favor of hiding in the rooms. Um, some of them hobbies that keep them busy, while others just stare at the ceiling, which is t- true. I could try to go into detail about this, but this is a 24-hour RPG, and it's 2.20 p.m. Uh, on Monday, uh, June 12, 2006. 2006 was wrote it. I'm on the clock, and I probably screwed up, especially since a lot of your, uh, your sense of what hikimori is like comes from the novel... Uh, uh, NH- Welcome to the NHK by uh, Tetsuhiro uh, Tikimoto. Again, sorry if I butchered that, which I recommend reading for reference. If you happen to be able to read Japanese, you can actually get a, a English translation copy of the thing. It's rather s- moody as a term. It's a very sad and, and funny book at the same time. Uh, for some info on the subject that's somewhat better than anything I could write, either do a Google, uh, Google search or look here. And you go to the Wikipedia article. Um, there's a number of different great books uh, on Amazon or at your local bookstore that you can get. Uh, one of them is uh, Hikikimori Adolescent Without End by uh, Seto uh, Tamaki, uh, translated by uh, Jeffrey Angles. Uh, pretty good book, kind of lays out more of a clinical perspective on the, the issue, but good nonetheless. Uh, anyway, this game is a solo RPG, which admittedly is a kind of an oxymoron. What are you talking about? But I figured that if I'm going to make a game about antisocial shut-ins, it ought to be a game you could play by yourself. Fair enough. In this game, you'll be rolling dice. You'll need plenty of 10-side dice, which I have a number of them right here. Uh, then writing a fictional diary entry based on the results. Of necessity, it's not an open-ended as a normal RPG, but then it's mostly a writing exercise. You can write a paper, type them up, or put them in a blog. Needless to say, I'm curious what the results will be like. But you can also do whatever you want with them. I think I, you know, I do have some paper in front of me to write some stuff down, but I think I'll just kind of narrate, like, kind of what happens. Uh, by default, the game ends after your character goes through seven un- uh, uh, unusually eventful days, one of which uh, is like a typical RPG in that there isn't any particular way to win. If you want your character to get out of the rut and join society, or stay the same, or kill himself, or whatever, you can try to steer him that way. But a lot of the stuff will come down to how the dice fall. Uh, the real game is turning all this nonsense into a coherent writing. Okay? 
So the first step is to come up with your Hikimori character as a starting point. While the uh, Hikikimori phenomenon is most common in Japan, um, there's supposedly at least 50,000 there. That number is, uh, I've read so much as like it's more it's like 500,000, close to millions of people. It's, it's a, actually kind of an epidemic. Uh, similar things are happening in South Korea, Taiwan, Hong Kong, and it's not unthinkable for it to happen in any post-industrial society. So your character doesn't have to be Japanese if you don't want to be. He also doesn't necessarily have to be a guy. Through Hikikimori are mostly male in real life. Hell, have him be an uh, androgynous alien with psychic powers if that's really what you want. It's a role-playing game. That's all I say. It's like, with a role-playing game, you do anything. Um, whoever, uh, whatever he is, come up with as many of the, uh, or as few biological details as you wish. You're the one who has to write about this guy anyway. Okay, so let's create our uh, uh, our fictional Hikimori character. So let's call him, uh, I don't know. Uh, let's not pick up a name. Da, 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 John Aston. So John Aston. So John Aston. Where does he live? Um, uh, since I'm originally from Detroit and I know the area, let's say he's from Detroit. So he's from Detroit, which, you know, kind of a strange place to be a, a shut-in, but you know he's from Detroit. Um, he is, um, you know, he is. Let's just say five nine, uh, black hair. He is, let's say. Uh, 210 pounds. Uh, let's see. He wears, every day he wears uh, gym shorts and uh, a t-shirt. Okay. Because he never really goes out. Um, he has all his uh, uh, food delivered. And he lives in an economy apartment. Okay. Okay, which economy apartment, which I just found out what that means, is basically like a small flat where you have like one big room, a bathroom, and a closet basically in like a, in the kitchen. You know, basically your bedroom is the, the main room. So, okay, you start with a hope stat, which begins at 3d10. All right, so let's write down hope, and I'll put down three. Uh, Write it down. Whenever you're planning to write things down, but everything everything else, you should write it down in such a way that you can change the race it later. Well, of course, the role-playing game, you're going to be changing things. Next, you need to get some traits. These are various things that affect your character's life, and they're the meat of the game. Some are good, some are bad, and some are a bit of both, depending. Look at the table below, pick one that you like, and then roll 1d10 twice to get two more. If you wind up with the same uh, one twice, roll again until you get a trait that isn't a duplicate. Refer to the traits section for instructions on what to do with initializing each trait. Most traits start with a rating of 3d10. Okay, so so we got this thing, so I rolled a, a d10 so I can pick one. So we can choose obsessive hobby, rescuer, imaginary friend, perversion, suicidal thoughts, vice, delusion, health problems, or real friend. Let's go with, let's get a rescuer. All right, so we got somebody who wants to get us out of this lifestyle. So, so traits, let's put down rescuer for one. Okay, okay, rescuer. So then I roll 2d10, eight, delusion. Okay, so delusion. And second one, delusion again. So we get to roll again, so we get something that's not. Five, perversion. Okay, interesting, all right. Okay, so each of them, most traits start with a rating of 3d10. All right, so I'll write three in front of each of them. Gotcha. All right, you gain additional traits 
Um, you can gain additional traits and have an and, and your existing traits change the ratings and such over the course of the game. Though you have little control over this. Although you can't have more uh, than one of the same traits at the start of the game, you can if you gain them during the game. So they have to be different instances. If you have an obsessive hobby and gain another obsessive hobby, you should be two distinct obsessive hobbies. Okay, gotcha. Gameplay. In this game, you go through seven days uh, in the life of your hikikimori. Uh, each day, you will get to pick three actions to attempt, and three of your traits uh, will be... Uh, hold on. Let's start that sentence over again. I butchered that. Each day, you will get to pick three actions to attempt, and three of your traits will be trying to exert some kind of influence over you. So rolling dice. Throughout the game, you'll be rolling lots of 10-sided dice to see what happens. Sometimes the game will ask you to simply roll a d10. As a result, other times they'll ask you to roll dice off your hope or another trait. And sometimes they'll ask you to roll the dice of two different things to compare them. This is called an opposed roll. And the margins of which one exceeds the other is usually important. Their actions. Go through your traits, roll their dice, and organize them from highest to lowest. Um, uh, the three with the highest rolls are the ones... Okay, oh, this is interesting. Okay, the three with the highest rolls are the ones that act during the day. Uh, for each of these, look at the traits action section for their entry in the trait section. If you have more than, if you have more than ten traits, uh, get rid of the ones in excess of of ten. Uh, then roll the lowest. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. So each day I get to basically roll them and then organize them as as you know how important they are or like how basically how much of my uh time energy focuses on those things all right so your actions each day you get to try to do these uh do three things you can pick generic actions or trait specific actions in any combination generic actions are listed below and trait specific actions are listed in the trait section under player actions section of each trait description. In both cases, some of these can be used to counter actions brought against you by your traits. Okay. Also, uh, a given action can only be used once per day. The only exception is if you have two or more of the same trait. If you have two imaginary friends, you can use the pl uh, placate action twice in one day, uh, once on each of them. Uh, so narrating. Once you have all your actions and results uh, figured out for that day, it's time to write your diary entry. The system is just meant to give you an outline and some clues. It's up to you to flesh things out uh, and give nar uh, narrative weight and so on to what comes out of all these charts and numbers and rolling. I haven't actually tested this out yet, it being 24 RPG, so it's hard to give much of the way it tips. But one thing I'll point out is that when you erase a trait and later wind up getting another one of the same kind of trait, you can treat it through whatever uh, it was with... Uh, wait and then came back. Oh, okay, interesting. So it kind of came back, yeah. So say that Izumi, the girl who keeps uh, bugging you to go outside, a rescuer, finally got scared away by your uh, lollicon fetish. Um, uh, if you if you go with a do-nothing action, you wind up getting a new rescuer trait. In the story, you can treat it as though Izumi decided to come back. As the rescuer archetype is different, well, it means she's changed her attitude. Maybe something happened to her in the meantime. Also, you can determine the action of your traits first and then those you take yourself. You also narrate them in any order you like. Okay, so I'm not sure um, if the trait actions, if I have to roll them, and I and like the one with the highest roll is the one that I get to go. Let me roll it again. So you go through your traits, roll the dice, organize them from highest to lowest. Uh, the three with the highest rolls are the ones to act during the day. Okay, so if I have more than... Okay, so I have these traits. So if I have like five or six traits, I roll them all and then decide which ones are act during the day. Gotcha. Okay.
So at the end of your seven uh, simulated days, look at your character's hope. If it's gotten down to zero dice, he's lost all hope and will never recover. Um, if you want him to commit suicide, you can go that route, but any remaining rescuers and real friends have a chance to intervene as usual. Otherwise, he'll just waste away until he runs out of relatives to leech off of. If it's if it's gotten up to ten or more dice, he's cured of being a hikikimore and moved on with his life. It was between one and nine. Roll your hope dice and look at the following table. Oh, and he's got a table here, and you can decide like what happens to you afterwards. Okay. So, once you all figured out, write an epilogue. Once you've done that, take a moment to pull yourself back into reality as thoroughly as you can. Even if you've been thinking about things you might not have ordinary. You are one. Uh, you are who you are before you started. Now think about how you can make your life better. It's in the rules of the game, so you, <laughs> so you have to do it. Excellent. I'll keep that in mind. It's in the rules, so you have to do it. All right. So they got generic actions you can do during the day. So generic actions you can do nothing. You can go outside. You can and attempt suicide. Is there any more generic actions? And waste time. That's pretty much it. So. Let's uh, let's go to let's go to the traits and see what they mean. So I have a delusion. Let's start with that one first. So, so delusion. Your mind is starting to get real messed up, and you've begun to believe things that aren't real, dangerous things. All right. It is the nature of your delusions to specify by some other rule. You have to go with that. Otherwise, you can pick uh, whichever the three you like, uh, which in turn determines the starting trait score. Paranoid. Uh, you're convinced that someone or something is out to get you. Mess messianic. You're convinced that you're destined for some kind of greatness. Illogical. You're convinced of something that's just screwy and nonsensical, which leads you to acquire some odd habits. Interesting. Okay, so let's see. Which one do I want? Um, I think that... Uh, I'm going to go with illogical. That sounds like a fun one. That starts out with 2d10. So it starts at 2 instead of 3. So, all right. So delusions chart here illogical okay uh so then at my player actions i can attempt to overcome it so you can try to do something about it between your hope and your delusion and if the delusion wins you get more dice if the hope wins you get more dice uh so when your delusion tries to act on you it tries to get you to do something crazy make an opposer between your hope and your delusion if your hope wins by 10 the delusion is destroyed if your hope wins by five, illusion loses a die. If illusion wins, things get interesting. Oh, and then we, then we roll on the thing. Okay. 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 Go first. Be the highest rolls the ones that act during the day. Okay. So yeah. So it looks like okay. So I can choose to do three different things. It looks like. Uh, Hold on, I'm, st I'm still getting the kind of under understanding this a little bit. So uh, you can try act three things with generic actions or trait specific actions. Okay, okay. So the trait specific actions, uh, and the, so the so I so each one of these things is a player action which I can do, or, and but the trait actions also act on me as well every day. Interesting. Okay, so let's go to the next one, uh, which is either rescuer or perversion. Okay, perversion. You become obsessed with something uh, at least somewhat unsavory. Uh, we love to your imagination what exactly it is, but if your character's Japanese, Lolicon is a likely candidate. You scum. <laughs> Which, uh, if you've re well, read uh, Welcome to the NHK, there's a lot of Lolicon uh, stuff going on there. 
Uh, let's see. So, uh, initialization, decide which character bird about. No, you can't be just uh, generically preferred. It's supposed to be something that makes your player personally uncomfortable, induces self-loathing in the character, and something that you can uh, indulge in alone. It starts off at 3d10, my goodness. And if something you find particularly gross, um, you can get off 4d10 if you wish. So now I gotta come up with some type of like perversion. So what is, so let's say, so Detroit, got black hair, 210 pounds, gym shorts, t-shirt. Like what would, what would be, what would, like what would he be into that makes him uh, like really like ashamed of himself? I'm trying to think back into kind of like, uh, like living in Detroit, which is very, very grim dark. Uh, mm, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to pause it here while I think about this for a second. Because this might take a little bit. So let's think. Okay, okay. I thought about it for a little while trying to think of something like specific, but not just like, like oh, like, you know, I like, a, I like a, you know, like middle-aged women or something. So, but, so our guy, John Aston, he likes to eat garbage, but not just any type of garbage. It's got to be like, you know, garbage that people have recently uh, thrown away. And uh, and it, it 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 excites him. It excites him sexually. So he likes to eat garbage. Uh, yeah, from like trash cans. Usually, like he'll stop by a restaurant and like, eat off people's plates as they leave and stuff. And he just feels awful for it. Feels disgusting and filthy. Okay, so that's so that's that one. All right, so now we got a rescuer. Someone's gonna get us out of this. Okay, so rescuer. Someone has taken it upon themselves to save you from your uh, hikikimori ness. Uh, first, roll one d ten. All right, got d ten. Uh. On a little table below, determine the rescuer's uh, general archetype. This also determines your starting trait dice. Okay. Five. Coaxer. Uh, this person, who may, or be, who may be from one of uh, your uh, those volunteer organizations, is going to try to gently coax you out and knows better than to push you too far. Okay, so coaxing. A coaxer. Okay, so at, at three. Okay. So my actions, I can ignore them, okay, and hope they'll go away. Uh, I can probe them. I can rely on them. Uh, I can attempt to scare them away. And then their trait actions is, uh, is, of course, to get you out of hiding. Okay. All right, so this will go through seven days. So let's start out. Uh, with day one, let's go over it again. So we got John Aston. He's from Detroit. He's five foot nine, black hair, two hundred ten pounds. Uh, got gym shorts, t-shirt, which he wears. He has all his food delivers, and he delivered. And he lives in an economy apartment. He's got a hope starting at three. Res Coax a rescuer who's going to be named. Uh, let's say, uh, eh, let's say Kelly. So Kelly. Uh, he's uh, some kind of delusion, which is illogical. Uh, which I haven't quite decided yet. I think we'll just kind of figure that out when we get him in play. In a perversion, he likes to eat garbage, other people's garbage. Can't be his own. It's got to be. It's got to be somebody else's. Like the fresher, the better. All right. So, so starting out, let's go. Let's go to day one. So day one. One. So you, so we don't have to roll because we already got three traits. So they're gonna. So they're just gonna stay that way. So, let's start out with it's in the morning. I get up. Um, I start out with uh, like delusion, so delusion is gonna act on, on me, and I'm gonna go nuts. Okay, so 
the trait action. Uh, when your delusion tries to act on you, it tries to get you to do something crazy. So make it a pose roll with your hope uh, and your delusion. If hope wins by 10, if your hope wins by 10, your delusion is destroyed. If your hope wins by 5, your delusion loses the die. If your delusion wins, things will get interesting. Okay. All right. Well, so I got 3d10 here for my hope. I got 2d10 for my delusion. So spin it out. Ooh, that's that's not good. That's a that's that's a that's a six. And that's sixteen. Okay, if you lose your wins, things get interesting. Alright. So that is uh hope uh so delusion wins by ten to fourteen. That's what happened. You do something pretty out there and someone notices and gets worried. If you're a rescuer, she gains a die. If you don't have a rescuer, you do now. <laughs> okay, so our rescuer gains a, a die. So, so day one, starting out, I get up. You know, I have a delusion. Uh, let's see. So and it's got to be like, it's got to be completely, uh, you know, illogical, you know. So I, I, I'm thinking that, um, that, 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 that somewhere, somewhere in the city, they have a, uh, also, ooh, hold on, let's see. I'll roll a d10. Oh my goodness! I've I've been I've been doing this for eight years, which is like an eternity in Hikikomori years. That's like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get better. So there's 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 a there's a secret a secret secret place. You know, my rescuer talks about me wanting to to, to come out to, to 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 you know slowly come out and to reengage the real world. You know, but there's there, there there's got to be a way some some special secret way. You know. The, some secret secret door that allow me to get out of this hikikimori life and allow me to live like a real life because I'm not a real person. You know, I'm a fake person. But once I go through the door, I become a real person and become have a real life. This is just my fake life. So I go out and I attempt to kind of, um, you know, just wandering around like breaking into the, to various places trying to, to get in. And you know, the police are called and like r and run, and the cops are cops are involved. And so then my my rescuer shows up, uh, Kelly, because they, they they know about me and kind of what goes on. And so Kelly's gonna Kelly's gonna show up. So 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 the next one is 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 gonna be my next uh, one that's gonna happen is gonna be my uh, my rescuer. She's gonna she's gonna show up. And she's gonna try and uh, try and, and help me out. So, so hold on. So trait, right? So, all right. So, uh, da, 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 da. a rescuer's goal, of course, is to get you out of hiding. Roll your hope and rescuer dice and add them together, and check on the following table. No, you can't combine their action with rely on. Okay. All right. My goodness. So I get three for hope and four for rescuer. My goodness, that's a lot. All right. So this is just this is just day one, folks. That's a lot. All right, so that's 10, uh, 20, uh, 35, 42. Okay. Okay. All right, so she comes over. Um, I'm kind of, I, I, you know, I barricaded myself in my room. The cops, the, you know, the cops have to come in, and she kind of coaxes me out and talks to me, you know, about that. You know, the police agree to, you know, to not press charges. You know, she, she vouches for me. She's going to take care of me, and, you know, she... You know, she used to talk to me about that. That no, 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 it's not. It's not about becoming a, a, a you know, a, a different person. You know, that person is inside of you. You know, not just like you know, he's re he's in there. And she kind of gets me to understand that. You know, she was talking about a metaphor, not actually. I don't really believe her. 
because I'm still illogical. But you know, she makes me feel a lot better. And so then I gain both your hope and your rescuer trait, gain a dice. Okay, so the rest of my rescuer gains five dice and my hope gains four dice. So I feel a lot better. I'm just, you know, it feels real good when Kelly comes over and, and talks to me, even though, like, you know, I know that one day I'm gonna find that one door and I'm gonna, I'm gonna get out of this life and it's gonna be, I'm gonna become a new person. I'm gonna become the John Aston that's real in the real world, you know, and I'm not gonna be like this anymore and be a failure. All right, so she, so so then after staying for a while, you know, she, she goes home. It kind of gets get late at night, you know, and I miss, I miss talking with Kelly. I feel real lonely. I'm just I'm just feeling like you know it's 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 you know hopeless kind of. But then I feel then I then I start thinking about, you know, what would make me feel better? Like I need to feel better. So I just need to, I need to, I need what I need. And you know what I need? Is trash. Mm, I need to eat trash. Oh my goodness, I need to eat trash. I need to eat it really bad. Okay, all right. So whenever a problem with obsess, uh, so a perversion. Okay, okay. Da, 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 da. Uh, player actions, trade actions. When your perversion rises to the fore of its own, you get the urge to do something related to it out of nowhere, possibly something problematic or dangerous. Choose whether you want to indulge or suppress the urge, and resolve the action as per the player above. So okay, so the, so okay, so I'm feeling lonely. I'm, I'm, you know, Kelly's left. She's been gone for a couple hours. I've gotten, I'm not doing anything, and I'm like, man, I just want to, I just want to eat, just eat garbage. Like I just, I'm just, oh, and like, okay, so I can try to suppress it, or I can try and indulge in it. Um, hmm, that's a good question. What would John Aston do? Would he suppress it, or would he try to indulge in it? Uh, indulge in it, suppress. Uh, let's see. Okay, so suppressing, knowing what uh, that you want is perverted and wrong, you try to beat it down. Make an opposal between your hope and perversion. If your hope wins by five or more, reduce the perversion die by one. If it wins by ten or more, remove the perversion entirely. If it loses by six or more, uh, use the perversion die uh, result on the indulge table above. Okay. Okay, indulge. So if I indulge, you throw up your hands and give in to your perversion. Make a trait roll and look at the results in the table. Okay. So, uh, okay, okay, so I, I, I honestly think John Aston, like, he had a really good day, but often, like, when you have really good days and come back down, down to reality, they tend to hit you really hard, and he's super depressed, and he wants, he's just gonna, he's just gonna indulge, he, he needs to, to eat, eat some garbage, so, so, uh, so roll my 310, uh, and consult the following table. So, so 20. Uh, you actually go outside with the sense of doing something relating to perversion for real. You fail and get mildly depressed. So basically, I go down to the local store because uh, it's late. It's really late. It's 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 getting like late late at the night. So I I, I want to go out and I wanna I want I want to eat. I want to eat garbage, so I, I I go down, but it's closed, and you know I've walked really far, and it's cold outside. I I, I feel like a failure. I feel really ashamed, and so I, I just I just run back home and I, I shut myself up, and I you know it's like what why did I do that? You know I didn't even I didn't even get what I wanted. I'm such a I'm such a failure. I can't even I can't even manage my my own emotions. Okay, so I get I get kind of mildly depressed about it. So, and so that's the three traits. And now I have three things I can do. So I can, so if I'm feeling like a, like a, I can make, I can make, uh, duh, 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 where are they? It was, uh, you can make some kind of actions that I can just do, just actions. So I can go outside, do nothing, 
uh, trying to end my life or waste time. Uh, so I'm going to try and uh, uh, waste time. So uh, make a help roll. Uh, so you indulge in pointless activity of some kind. You play video games, read manga, watch TV, masturbate, or something equally unproductive. Make a hope roll. So I get four dice. Okay. So 10, four, 24. Ooh, that's pretty good. So, uh, yep. You kill some time. Uh, you maybe think about where your life is at. That is all. All right. So I kind of relax. I waste some time. Uh, you know... And I start to I start to think, you know, after playing some video games, it's like, man, if only I could find that one place, that one doorway that could actually enable me to be the real me, to be the the, the person that, that 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 I can be, that 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 you know, the the, the wonderful person that's out there that's that's secreted away. I can I can definitely find it. So we're gonna go to the delusion section, and we are going to try and. F- Maybe resist it? I'm not sure what's going to happen. So, okay, so the trait actions, what I can do is I can attempt to overcome it. But I'm like, but no, but no, 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 no. It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, Kelly, Kelly told me. She, she told me it's not about, like, fighting. It's, it's in me. It, it, it's in me. It, it, it's the good person's in, in, in me. The person that, you know, the world loves is in me. It's not out there. I can find it. I can find it inside of me. So, uh, you can attempt, attempt to overcome. So, you can try hard to think about it. Make a test and roll between your hope and your delusion. Alright, first I'm going to roll my hope. Eh, that's not great. Uh, 9, 10, 13, plus delusion is 13. Okay, tie. You remain ignorant, nothing changes. Okay, so, like, I just, I'm just like, but, 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 you know, I... Oh, I just if I could find that one place, I'm I'm really ambivalent about it. Like if I could just find the one place, you know, out there with that door, you know, that that that, that I could I could go through, and then I'd be the real me. I'd be the real John Aston. But no, 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 Kelly, 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 Kelly. But Kelly, said, it's in me. It's it's in me. It's not out there. It's in me. And I kind of just sit there for a long time, like just going over and over for hours and hours and hours. And also, Hikikimori, like they get their days and nights mixed up because they don't go outside a lot. Um, and so it's just their internal clock is all sorts of bonkers because, you know, often the, the you know, it's shut, it's dark inside, so they don't, they don't even see. So that's the second thing. And, uh, you know, I'm going to see what, uh, I'm, I'm like, I saw, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I need, I need, I need, I need to, I need to call, I need to call Kelly. I need to, I need to find, I need to find something out. So, uh, so, uh, uh, when another trait is trying to do something that hurts you, you can, oh, oh, I didn't know this. So I can rely on my, uh, rescuer. Uh, so, uh, when another trait is trying to do something that hurts you, you can choose to add your rescuer's dice to your hope, but this is automatically adds one die to the rescuer trait. Okay. So I can rely on them, but automatically, okay. So I am going to try and... You know, I'm thinking about this. I'm, I'm thinking about like what they're doing, but then I'm like, wait a minute. What? What are they? What are they? What are they after? You know, what? What? What if? What if? You know, is is she trying to? Is she trying to 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 to, to help me? Is she trying to, to? Is she trying to prevent me from finding out who John Aston really is out there? And I start to get a little more paranoid. So if the so uh, you try to figure out why the person is doing what they're doing, this is where the archetype comes to play. Roll your rescuer trait dice uh, and follow the instructions below. Uh, this action can only be performed uh, uh, once on a given rescuer. Uh, 
Okay, so I get a rescuer of four dice. Okay. No, I get five dice. Oh, yeah, because I get two chimney. Okay, so that is 14, 17, 21, 25. Okay, so... So if the result is 9 or less, she gets discouraged and loses the die. This is the coaxing person. This is Kelly. The result is 10 to 14. She turns out to be a very nice person who's helping out in the kindness of heart. If the, if the result is 15 or more, her story is inspiring, and you gain a die of hope. So, you know, I, I, I go and I, I, I do some internet research because, you know, I got a super fast internet connection. And so I'm trying to figure out, you know, and like I, I you know, I end up, you know, basically stalking her for a long time. Uh, and I find out that she also used to be a hikikimori. You know, she used to be Hikimori for for 13 years. You know, that's five more years than I used to be. And she got out and she has like a job and friends and things. And if she can do it, I can do it. You know, John, John Aston can do it. He can be, he can be the one to get out. Yes, yes. And I feel, I feel really confident in myself that I can, I can, I can be able to do this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that ends day number one. All right, so, so I, I go to sleep. And then I'm going to kind of wake up the next day, and um, we'll uh, we'll see where it is. So I think I'm going to cut the podcast here, and I think we'll do this in a couple different parts because these days are taking a lot longer than I thought. So 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 I mean, we're doing really good. Kelly's really helped me out. I'm feeling very hopeful about the future. You know, if I could just lick eating that garbage, if I could just lick it. All right, and not and not physically. Like, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. <laughs> All right, you've been listening to fine. We Hate Parts Podcast.